from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Tell us about it, Cardi. Tell us about it. <laughs> it's up there. Making those money moves. And it's stuck there. Tyreek Hill is a dolphin. Let Again, let me repeat it. Tyreek Hill is a dolphin. Yeah! Cheetah. Cheetah. Cheetah in your grill. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. The Dolphins, I think they're the best team. They're the, the, the most dynamic team in the AFC East now. I think they're the most dynamic team in the AFC East. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Jasicki. On defense, X, Byron mm. Jones, Javon Holland, Ogba. Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Trill Williams. Like, come on, man. Come on. Go time. Come on. We got no more excuses, Ken. These no. Dolphins have no, 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 no. no more excuses. No, there are no excuses. You're right. Are the Dolphins the AFC East favorite? And do they now have a seat at the AFC contention table? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. You know, part of this, what makes this even more thrilling for me is who the Dolphins beat out to get Tyree Kill. <laughs> Jets fans, you are some sad, sad saps. You really bought into that Robert Sala... I'm going to toughen them up. We're going to play football the right way. All of that nonsense. What did you get from your rookie quarterback last year? Incompletions. Injuries. Joe Flacco. Like, that's what you got. I forgot about Joe That's Flacco. what you got. Yeah, it, 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 so, did, so did many Jets fans. <laughs> I keep receipts. I saw it. It was between the Dolphins and the Jets for Tyreek freaking Hill. Too easy. And he picked the Dolphins, even though the Jets had picks 4 and 10. Chris Greer, well damn done. I mean, we have absolutely crapped on that guy. But he got it done. He got it done. The Dolphins, they're in that AFC East discussion. They're at that AFC contention table. Let's, let's um, here, I'm going to draw a picture of a table. Okay, Stone? Okay. Uh, it's going to be a long rectangular table, sort of what you see at like a castle. Okay. Uh, at the heads of the table. You ever been to a castle? Uh, I did go to one in Germany. Uh, I would hate to live in a castle. Oh, they're very, very moist and soggy and cold. Cold. And I don't know. Like, here's another thing about um, uh, about castles and about all of these television shows <laughs> that that portray those times as like sultry. And uh, all of this, this sexual mm. pent up. Uh, I have a mistress. Like this is my harem. All of that. After you've been in a castle, you fully appreciate just how stinky having sex probably was. Okay. Back all in right. Those back, days. back to the like, table. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking. Very little bathing. We're talking uh, like hair, like the whole thing. It's just disgusting. It's really, really gross. So, <laughs> so I'm telling you, just, just think about it. Next time you watch a period piece, a medieval period piece, and they're getting it on, just understand 
that probably didn't smell real good. All right. Okay, so this is a table at Don Shula's restaurant on South uh, Beach. All right, no, it's going to be a, a large, large castle table. So at the heads of the table, okay, you've got, I guess, the Bengals. Okay, can, can we not start with the Bengals, Bart Scott? I mean, why? Why? Because they were in the Super Bowl. I understand that. But if it's not the Bengals, who else is at the head of the table? It's Kansas City. You still think it's Kansas yes. City without Tyreek Hill? All right, all right. Chiefs and and Bengals are at the head of are each head of the table. Yes. Okay. And then and then there's Buffalo. Let's be real. So you don't put Buffalo at the head of the table. Buffalo is going to sit next I, to the Bengals. I would Bengals. realistically put Kansas City and Buffalo at the heads of the table right. by default. All right. There. All right. Fine. Fine. Buffalo's at the head of the table. That's fine. That means the Bengals will be on the side. Uh, the Broncos, Chargers. Which one are you picking? Chargers first. We haven't seen what the Broncos are able to do, right? Again, another default. But they're selection. at the table. They're, they're at, at the, the table, table, damn right. Yeah. Uh who else? Who else in the AFC? Ah, uh, the Titans. Yeah, go ahead. Titans are at the table. They were the one seed last year. I guess the Colts, because apparently Matt Ryan's going to go to the Super Bowl or win MVP. <clears throat> Can we hear Maurice Jones Drew real quick? Oh yes, please, please, please. While we're putting our table together, because. I mean, do we have the Stephen A. actually first? Yeah, we do. It started yesterday on first take where I I totally, uh, I have landed into a, a football dimension that I didn't know existed. It's like I got, uh, while I was sleeping on Monday night, I got sucked into a, uh, a UFO, a saucer above my home and brought into an alternate football dimension. Because listen to this from Stephen A. Smith, first take yesterday. Let me ask you this question. Weren't you raving about who was Molly? Who was Swaggoo's pick to win the AFC West? The AFC West? I don't remember. That would be the Chargers. Chargers. Right? That's what he said. Yeah. Did the Chargers make the playoffs last year, this past season? No. No, they did not. No. Don't stop you from picking them. Don't stop you from pointing out that this is a team to be reckoned with. Why? Because that brother Justin Herbert can ball. I get all of that. But they didn't make the playoffs. What I'm saying is, Indy didn't make the playoffs either. But with Jonathan Taylor, with their offensive line, with their coach, and with a quarterback that isn't a mistake waiting to happen like Carson Wentz, I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, when we talk about the AFC, we got to talk about the Indianapolis Colts too. I don't yeah, think they know yeah, they in there for a playoff picture, but the question is, are they a damn Super Bowl threat? Ain't that Do a you Bowl? think the Indy Colts are a Super Bowl threat? Yes! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But the, the, the living, breathing vanilla ice cream cone, Matt Ryan, does not make, he does not make the Colts a Super Bowl contender. It's- but then, there was more of it, Stone. Maurice Jones drew on NFL Network this morning. Good morning, football. Listen to this. Uh, I feel like solid is amazing in this league. I hate, like I told you uh, yesterday, I hate roller coasters. I'm not a roller coaster guy. Oh, stop it for a second. That's trash in and of itself. I hate roller coasters. He can't get on the roller coasters. He's he's, he's a tiny guy. Bro, come on. And and that's terrible. Roller coasters, I don't know many people, grown people that that are unable to handle roller coasters, but listen to the type of roller coasters he's talking about. Roller coaster guy, I once... Went to a state yeah. fair with my daughter, and a I did the little circle thing. Fair. And we just kept going, and I just started throwing Stop up it after. Stop like, just- What roller coaster on a state fair is too terrifying for you? And he understands that, like, a tilt-a-whirl is not a roller coaster, right? It's a spinny ride. 
Everybody knows that. Or nobody gives a damn about you riding a roller coaster at the state park anyway, Maurice. Well, a state park would be different. A state, state fair. <laughs> state fair. Not, there's, no, there's no roller coasters at a state fair. <laughs> they have a bunch of rides that spin around real quick. That's why you got sick, MJD. It's not because you were on a roller coaster. It's because you were on a spinny ride. All right, let's go on. It doesn't work with me. I like to be calm and collective. I don't need the highs and the lows. I think with Matt Ryan, you're going to get just even kill going throughout. You know how many games you win with even kill? You may win 13, 14 games with even kill with this type of roster. Because you know what you're going to get. As a coach, I know how I can coach. I know what plays that he does well. I know what he doesn't do well. And we can excel at that. Sometimes we we love the sexy, right? We love the Russell Wilson because he's going to improvise and run all around and throw all these passes. But he also turns the ball over a ton as well. And I think, again, if you look at what happened with Mahomes during that stretch last year with all the improvising, what we love is they're, they're throwing the ball off your back foot and down. And he was throwing picks and they were losing games. Sometimes sexy is game. solid. And I love solid. Mm. I, I think it's amazing that, <laughs> that Matt Ryan gets his opportunity with a team that's built like this. Normally this doesn't happen. It happened with Peyton Manning in, in Denver. Then it happened with Tom Brady. And now it's happening here. Yeah. I think Matt Ryan has an awesome chance of taking this team further than we expect. And let's not forget this. The Colts have beaten the Chiefs multiple times in the regular season with this roster. Uh, with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, with other guys playing. Can Matt Ryan be that guy to help them? I believe he can. And like you guys said, with the offensive line and a running game. It- yeah. Uh, well, we missed the, the money part at the end, though. I didn't be an MVP. Maurice Jones drew... Just don't. We missed the money part of that quote. Can. And like you guys said, with the offensive line and the running game, I mean, Matt Ryan can go back to be possibly being the MVP of the league. There game. it is. <laughs> there it is. Delayed dismount, but we got it. He's not going to be the MVP. Yeah, why would you even do that? He's not going to be the MVP. He is walking You into- almost let MJD off the hook, Stone. No, we, we want to. He said he could be the MVP. Uh-uh. He's not going to do it. He is walking into a team that's pretty built with Jonathan Taylor, who who we almost gave the MVP but to last year. Fine, but fine. But Matt Ryan's not going to win the MVP. He's not. And I don't like the roller coaster argument either. Speaking from my experience, the only reason I played a second or a single down at the Cleveland level you were a is because I was a roller coaster. Yeah. You got to live and die with some of the mistakes that someone's going to make. Is Matt Ryan fine? Sure, but that's all he is. He's fine. Is that going to be enough to win them that division? Maybe. Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, they, they will win that division. Matt, I, Ryan, I so. Matt Ryan's not going to find his way into the MVP. That's just silly. But, where, where are we at with our table? Uh, so the Colts are at the table, though. Even though, it, it, But we're so overvaluing Matt Ryan. But they're there because they, they can win that division. They're there. The Patriots, are they at the table? No, you know what? No. No, they're not. They've been disinvited. The Patriots are not at the contention table. The Patriots are similar to the Raiders. Are the Raiders sitting at the table? I just think in, in like skill level or th- like threat level. I think the Raiders are more advanced than the Patriots. So are. Let's, okay, they can sit down. The Raiders are in the are in the contention. They table. can take the Patriots. They've bettered themselves. The Patriots have not. True. Yeah. Uh yeah. They're at the AFC contention table. So we've got Buffalo and the Chiefs at the head of the AFC contention table. We've got the Bengals, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Titans, Colts. The Dolphins belong. The Dolphins belong, and, and they definitely belong. If we're gonna go ahead and slide Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns at that table, I guess Bart Scott did. Do we? All right. Fine. Fine, fine. I don't like it. Fine. But no, but you're right. This you're guy's right. never played a down. He hasn't played a down in over the, a year The Browns are at the table. The Browns are at the table. Okay. Because if I'm going to go crazy over Tyreek Hill being added to the Dolphins offense, then I need to give the same respect to the Browns, bringing mm. in Deshaun Watson. But are the Browns better than the Dolphins? I think that's a stretch. Uh, to be in Bart Scott's top five AFC teams yesterday? Uh-uh. No. Laughable. No. 
All right, we've got our table. One team on each head of the table, Buffalo and Kansas City. And then you've got the Bengals, Broncos, Raiders, and Browns on one side. The Chargers, Titans, Colts, and Dolphins on the other side. Hey, that sounds about right. And we feast. (laughs) And we feast at the AFC contention. I don't know if we feast, but we're snacking on appetizers right now. Yeah, we're at least there. We'll have a drink. And we'll see how the night goes, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. we get to at least, we get to, we got the invite. We, we got the last, or one of the last invite, but that's yeah. fine. We're there. Uh, let's go to social media, at KLV1063. And by the way, you can still weigh in. Are the Dolphins now the favorites in the AFC East? And do the Dolphins have a seat now at the AFC contention table? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And by the way, just to show Stone, I do have a picture of the table with the teams that are at the table. I'm showing him right now. It's physically there. Uh on Twitter, at KLV1063, Finhead says, I'd still go the Bills as the AFC East favorite. This team looks a lot better, but Armstead and Tua need to stay healthy. I also temper expectations for first-year coaches. There's a learning curve for this team. Puts them behind the eight ball when the Bills will storm out of the gates. Well said. Okay. Matt Casenzo, as a Jets fan, it pains me to admit that the Dolphins have the potential to be the best team in the AFC East. Mm. Still would have to say Buffalo is the AFC East favorite, though. But people are starting to waver. Mm. People are wavering right now. We hear that chatter. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Uh, Colin Minuski on Twitter. The Dolphins are at least better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that Dolphins that are, is going to be a gut punch for Patriots fans to see these AFC East odds and yep. us slide into that number two spot, which we did not think we were going to. Yep. It's big. The Dolphins are knocking on the door. The Dolphins are knocking on the, the Bills' door. They're a snowy, shoveled door. The Dolphins are there <laughs> knocking on it. Uh, Twitsy tweets, my two cents, not quite yet. The Dolphins aren't there with the Bills. Two for one becomes the X factor. He's got to bring it 100 this upcoming season. Nobody's debating. To. Nobody's debating. That. God, I'm nervous. But he has a much better chance of succeeding now than at any other point in his NFL career. Damn right. Now we know this year. We know this year if it doesn't go well. Andrew Abramson, the Bills are still heavy favorites. The Dolphins have a lot to prove, but the potential is certainly there. I don't think the Bills are heavy favorites. I don't think they're heavy favorites. Uh-uh. Uh, Ian Hess tweets, yes, the Dolphins are the favorite. It's the Dolphins' kitchen sink approach against Belichick and Josh Allen. The Dolphins are the most— Who said that? Ian Hess. I like that. The Dolphins are the most loaded team in the division. It is kitchen but, sink time. You, yeah. You throw all the talent you have out there and say, go ball. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. With, with a sprinkle in of some creative offensive play calling and game planning for Mike McDaniel. There's no sprinkle. That's going to be a major factor. Mike McDaniels, it might be the actual X factor in all of this and what he can cook up. Ernesto has a top five of the AFC now. He's saying Chargers one, Bills two, Raiders three, Tennessee four, Dolphins five. That's just lazy, Ernesto. Well, you're offended because Kansas City isn't in there. It's embarrassing. I think it's fine. Four straight AFC championships. They're going to walk into a fifth one. It's who else can get there and compete with them. But they're in the, the toughest division in football. That's fine. That's fine. I think you're giving a little bit too much credit to them without Tyreek Hill. Because you know where Tyreek Hill is? The Dolphins. Mm. Tyreek Hill is a Dolphin. <laughs> $72.2 million guaranteed. $120 million contract. Five-year deal. There's the extension for Tyreek Hill with the Dolphins. The Dolphins are the AFC East favorites. The Dolphins, are they at the AFC contention table? My drawing here says yes. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063.
106.3. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They're a trained comfort specialist. Hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. They're elite level as well. They are setting appointment times to work around you, going above and beyond. So many AC companies will hold you hostage. So many businesses will do that. Not EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, for all your AC and your plumbing needs. We return with more celebration time. Tyreek Hill, Dolphin. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Sunshine. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Again, the biggest news of the day, and it's South Florida related. Tyreek Hill is a dolphin. Tyreek Hill is a Dolphin, lining up alongside Jalen Waddle, lining up alongside Mike Tosicki. The Dolphins acquire him for a bevy of draft picks. Only one first-round pick, though, and then he signed a $120 million deal, $72.2 million of that guaranteed. Unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. And to me, the Dolphins are the most dynamic team in the AFC East. They're not maybe the best team, but they are in the discussion to win the AFC East now, making up a lot of ground on the Bills. And then they are definitely at that AFC contention table. Uh, Let me tell you real quick about Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys. Pat Lawler is our sports law and sports agent insider here on Ken LaVica Live, but he also is one of the best damn personal injury attorneys you're going to find, and he's right here in Palm Beach County, Boca-based, but he's helping you locally and throughout the country with your personal injury matters. That's Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys. WantToLawyerUp.com. WantToLawyerUp.com for a free consultation. That's WantToLawyerUp.com. Slip and fall automobile accident, a boating accident, a motorcycle accident, any personal injury matter, Pat has your back. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com, Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. So we typically don't do this, bring back a caller, but I feel necessary with my name on this show, Stone just completely disrespected Ernesto and Boyden, who sent in his uh, his five AFC picks, uh, his top five in the AFC. They were the Chargers, Bills, Raiders, Titans, and Dolphins. And Stone, Friday Night Lights, he called that lazy. He said that was a lazy list because he thinks the Chiefs were the should bi- be on any list. Were the Bills in there? Uh, they are there. Number two. Nice. Why don't you open your ears, Labanowitz? So, Ernesto, Ernesto, I'm going to let you defend yourself to the trash-talking Stone Labanowitz. Correct, and I know you have a protocol about bringing somebody back for a second time, but I have to. But you, you got disrespected. Yeah. Yes, correct. And the only reason why I say this, Stone, listen, is because of process of elimination. He said it, Ken said it before, they're going to kill each other in that division, okay? That's one. Now, there's, they, they're, they're, I don't think they're going to come out with two or three people, out, uh, three, sorry, three teams out of that conference, correct? So they're going to eat each other up in that conference. Yep. Agreed. I don't think that could, there's, one, there's going to be one phasing out each other or two phasing uh, that third out. That's what I'm saying. 
then not, not three teams are going to survive out of that division. Only two will. That's why. That's how it's going to come down to. Yeah. Uh, there, see, and I think that's sound reason. And I think Stone is just being a bully. And I think, Ernesto, you come off with very sound reasoning, Stone. You need to stop being so disrespectful. I apologize, Ernesto. So disrespectful. Hey, real quick, I want to do something fun because, <laughs> as so many of you know that listen to this show, I am a total mark when it comes to pro wrestling. I love pro wrestling. And it just so happens that CCW, that's Coastal Championship Wrestling, uh, they have just had their 18-year anniversary. And March 26th, they have a show at CCW Arena in Pompano. It's their annual anniversary show. These are a ton of fun. And uh, there are stars that you have seen wrestling on television that wrestle for CCW. Uh, We're talking Gangrel. Jacob Fatu. We also have Kylan King. I've seen her on AEW. Fuego Del Sol, who just a couple of weeks ago was on AEW television. I'm telling you, this is a lot, a lot of fun. CCW is as good as it gets. And uh, joining us now is Nelio Cuomo Costa of CCW. And he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive just to talk to us a little bit and have some fun. Nelio, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Congratulations, by the way, on the 18-year anniversary that you just celebrated back on the 20th, right? Just a couple days ago. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically it's the 20th, uh, uh, our 18th anniversary, 18 years of, of doing shows. And, uh, man, I wanted to thank you for getting my name uh, pronounced correctly. That's insane. This is the <laughs> first time in the history of my life where someone is <laughs> the first time pronounced my name correctly. Well, thank Nelly, you so much, Nelly, let me tell you, I my last name is Lavica, so I went growing up with every single pronunciation period of that last name. I love so it. <laughs> I know exactly how this goes for you. But uh, I, I want to talk to you about CCW, and I, a little peek behind the curtain. Andy Seeley, my good friend from Florida Atlantic, he uh, he's a referee yes. in CCW, and him and I are just nerds. We go on the road with FAU basketball. All we do is watch and talk wrestling and he talks about some of the stars that you have coming through i mean ccw for people that are oh indie wrestling this is the real damn deal right yeah you know it's crazy because you know people think indie wrestling but we run every weekend you know we have six seven shows a month friday saturday so you know obviously it's a um um you know we we like to have episodic uh a good uh television and youtube uh content but we're you know we we try to up you know, up the game than regular indie wrestling companies. We don't run four times a year. Right. We run constantly, and we do bring in big stars. You know, like you said, Fuego Del Sol, Brian Cage, uh, Davey Richards. These guys are mainstays here with us, um, and yeah, we love it. You know, we, we're trying to kick our game into the next level. We want to become the the next, the last territory or the the next level of professional wrestling. So it's been an amazing journey, and we're we're excited to have it. So you've got Cha Cha Charlie, who is the current CCW heavyweight champion. WWE yes. fans obviously know Cha Cha Charlie, but March 26th, you're going to be in Pompano at the CCW arena. Yes, March 26th, Cha uh, Cha Charlie, he'll be wrestling Poppy Chulo. He, you know, it, it's a uh, it's a little bit difficult for Cha Cha to he doesn't want to look over this opponent uh, because he has a big match in uh, Hialeah uh, uh, April eighth, uh, uh, but. This whole show is going to be great. We have former champion Jefe Santos versus a, a Chilean superstar, uh, Taylor Wolf, coming in. And, and obviously, Gangrel's hosting the show. Gangrel's yeah. our, our lead trainer, the Vampire Warrior. So it's going to be a great time, Pompano Beach, uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock. There's still some tickets available, but it's going to be packed in there. Uh, when, when Gangrel is in full kayfabe mode and he's got the blood <laughs> and the entire thing, do you still, even though you spend time around the man, does Gangrel still scare you? 
You know what? It's so funny. Uh, yes and no. You know, when you when you know the real man, it's not much different than the man spitting blood on television. He's one of the one of the toughest human beings in my life. Obviously, <laughs> he's a mentor to me, so he gives a lot of like amazing philosophical advice. Like he's been all over the world. He's wrestled everywhere. He's done everything. But you know what? The, the real Gangrel is a tougher guy than the guy spitting blood on television. Uh, he's a <laughs> tough, tough guy. So yeah, scares me sometimes. You know, and, and he's deceptively big man, six four. Um, you know, he's he's a big dude. He is a big dude. That's the thing. Like, it's not just the the, the vampire act. It's the fact that he's a massive guy. Uh, Nelia Cuomo Costa with us here. Coastal Championship Wrestling, CCW. Uh, their monthly bash at the Brew Show uh, is in Hialeah. Now, I actually have had several friends that have gone down to this, and they said it was insane. It's some of the most fun that they have ever had. Uh, so if, if people want to also go to the Bash of the Brew, tell us a little bit about what's going on April 8th, because that seems like it's just chaos at all times, wrestling in a brewery. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have a new television deal, a syndicated television deal, uh, and I have to give the credit entirely to Bash of the Brew. Our monthly show, it's normally every first Saturday of the month, but we do not want to compete with WrestleMania. I do not want to compete with this <laughs> man. So it's going to be the second, uh, second Friday of uh, April. April 8th, we have Fuego Del Sol. He's going to be challenging for the CCW Cruiserweight Champion uh, chip against uh, S2S. But what was crazy about Bash of the Brew, it's kind of grown this like, really underground, organic show. Uh, you know, we, we get 600 people, we get 650 people there, and it's wild. Amazing awesome. barbecue, amazing beer, obviously. But what happens is, is the fans are so invested on the month-to-month story that we find that these Bash of the Brew fans who just showed up to watch professional wrestling, they're the ones that are watching the television, they're watching the YouTube, they're subscribing to YouTube, uh, and they're really getting involved in all of our shows. So it has, it has helped us grow tremendously, and Unbranded Brewing Company has been an amazing partner for us, and I, I hopefully we, we take care of them. You know, we put, you know, five, 600 people in that building once a month and they're all buying barbecue and drinking beer and it's, it's, it's people are calling it like uh, 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 Fonzie Bill Alfonso another mentor of mine who's there he says it feels like the ECW arena and it's here in South Florida oh, and then Davey Richard says it feels like uh, PWG in South Florida so my recommendation for anybody who likes professional wrestling if you're three hours away four hours away drive three hours go to, to, to Bash at the Brew one time and you'll be a true believer that is awesome. And the next Bash at the Brew is April 8th in Hialeah, of course, 26, March 26th, CCW Arena in Pompano. It's their annual anniversary show. And then here in our listening area in Port St. Lucie, a big show on April 22nd, Gangrel, Jacob Fatu in a no-DQ yes. match. That's going to be big time. That's going to be awesome, too. So there's just a lot coming up. Now, I do want to ask you, Nilio, because I've been waiting weeks and weeks and weeks for Veer or Cody Rhodes to appear on Raw. So is he just coming to Coastal Champion? Are they just coming to Coastal Championship Wrestling? Have you pulled off one of the biggest coups in wrestling because Raw I would love, not I, it to I would, I would love it. I would love it. And Ken, you know, uh, we do, I mean, I have a, 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 an interesting relationship with a lot of guys at All Elite Wrestling. Uh, one of my like best friends in wrestling is uh, QT Marshall. So if okay. Cody Rhodes is going to go anywhere except for the WWE, it's going to be CCW. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know if our pocket, if my pocketbook is that big, you know, for uh, the deal that I heard Cody Rhodes uh, uh, got. But, you know, you'll see a lot of all elite wrestling stars uh, at CCW. You know, Cody might not be one of them, but uh, Paige Van Zandt, who is uh, signed now to all elite wrestling, she's training with us oh, uh, on a weekly basis. And she and, and Gangrel is putting her through her paces. And I'll tell you something, she's a natural athlete. She's amazing. And we're excited to see where she's going to go. And she might pop up at a CCW show, maybe at the brewery, maybe at Port St. Lucie. You know, it's, it's, uh, um, 
I, I don't want to announce anything, but you know, a nice little surprise. Oh. So yeah, I wish Cody. I wish Cody gave us one. Uh, uh, I've met Cody a couple times. He actually uh, uh, trained a few times at CCW. A lot of people don't know this, but Dusty Rhodes was one of the reasons why CCW was even created 18 years ago. Was uh, Dusty Rhodes had lost uh, his job, and uh, he came down, and uh, my business partner, one of the founders, Dan Ackerman. He said, we have Dusty Rhodes here, you know, with us. Dustin Rhodes was our first, was one of our first champions for about two years. And then, of course, you know, Dusty got hired pretty quickly. But you have some matches uh, uh, that are going to be available on our YouTube of Dusty and Dustin. So we have a, we love the Rhodes family, obviously, you know, with QT and everything. We love, we love the legacy of professional wrestling. So, yeah, I would, <laughs> I wish Cody the best, <laughs> but uh, I don't think he's going to be with us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just figured, you know, you know people. So if he keeps, uh, if he keeps standing us up on Monday nights, maybe he'll just pop into uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling. But CCW and find out information for tickets and shows. Coastal Championship Wrestling FL dot com. Coastal Championship Wrestling FL dot com. I did want to ask you too. Uh, you said you don't want to go up against WrestleMania. So do you hang out? Do you catch every second of WrestleMania uh, on the now it's a two night affair? Yeah, so uh, last year we I was able to get a few of us comped uh, because we were going to, I don't want to spoil it, but we were going to be uh, bunnies. Uh, but, you know, I'm 280 pounds, and uh, I would look bad as a bunny. <laughs> so uh, we, were there last, we were there last year in that capacity. This year uh, we'll be there. Um, you know, I'll just be there hanging around, hanging out and just, uh, you know, networking. It's a huge wrestling event in terms of just like a big convention of professional wrestling. Uh, Gangrel will be there, so there'll be a lot of CCW. There'll be a big CCW element in uh, uh, MLW, which will have a show that Friday and oh. Saturday, or uh, Thursday and Friday, and then, of course, at WrestleMania, you know. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see if they need someone to... Uh, you know, you know, take a, a clothesline from somebody. Hopefully, you'll see some of us on there. I love that. Uh, hey, uh, what, Neilio, what do I have to do to get Andy Sealy to take a bump? What do I have to do to make that happen? Oh, you know what? You just you just did it. Uh, uh, come really? a- anniversary show, uh, March twenty sixth. You'll see it. You'll see it. Let's. Go. I don't want to be a spoiler, but you you did it. That's All it. All right. Come. Oh man, it, that is big time. I'm so jacked now. All right, good. March twenty sixth, <laughs> Papano. Looks like I got a date. Andy Sealy's taking a bump. I love it. Uh, Nilio Cuomo Costa. Coastal Championship Wrestling. Go see him in Pompano, March 26th, CCW Arena. Get your tickets now. Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Coastal Championship Wrestling.com. Cha Cha Charlie and a variety of other wrestling stars out in Pompano for the annual anniversary show. Nilio, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. And uh, thank we'll you, see you this weekend, okay? Yes, I can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Nilio. Nilio Cuomo Costa. Coastal Championship Wrestling, again, CoastalChampionshipWrestlingFL.com. For those of you not in the business, taking a bump means you're taking contact. It means you're part of the act. My buddy Andy, he's a referee. He's taking a bump. He's part of the action. That I can get behind. What a day this has been. My boy's taking a bump in CCW. Tyree Kill is a dolphin. Stone, this is a good day. It's a great day. It's a great yeah, day. I love it. Uh, you know what else is great? Spending your day at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Come on. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's how you get your tickets. Spring training right now in full force. Home of the American League champion Houston Astros. Home of the Washington Nationals. And tonight the Nationals are under the light. 6.05 first pitch in West Palm. So easy to get to. The 360-degree concourse. Cocktails and beer and food. 
And, man, it's just a beautiful place to watch baseball. BallparkPalmBeaches.com. BallparkPalmBeaches.com. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches, home of the Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals. Uh, when we return, we're still talking Dolphins and Tyreek Hill. Are the Dolphins a favorite to win the AFC East now? And are they at the AFC contention table? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm Ken Levickham. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Stone, the four fastest speeds recorded by Next Gen Stats since 2016. This is from Marcel Louis Jacques, mm. ESPN. Tyree Kill, 23.24 miles an hour. Raheem Mostert, 23.09 miles an hour. No way! Tyree Kill, (laughs) 22.77 miles an hour. Raheem Mostert, 22.73 miles an hour. Hey, and Jalen Waddle hasn't had a chance, right? He hasn't seen that open field yet. But his name would be on that list. Wow. I mean... Wow, wow, wow. That's They're a awesome. track team. That's awesome. They're a track team. The 305 is a track team. They are the NFL equivalent of the Jamaican Olympic track team. Okay, okay. We're gold medals across the board with these guys. <laughs> I mean, Tua, all he's going to have to do is just go boop. And he's good at Gone. it. Yeah, he can boop the hell out of the ball. We know <laughs> yeah, that. he can. We know that. The Dolphins, I'm sorry. Like they, they, are, they are AFC East favorites. Like they... They're the most dynamic team in the AFC East, and they have a seat at the AFC contention table, and I'll be uh, sending out the photo of my AFC contention table that I drew in pencil. Uh, That'll be available for you on Twitter, at KLV1063. Joe is in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken LaVica Live. Hi, Joe. Hey, congratulations. Uh, You know, I can't help but appreciate your passion and your excitement for your team, even though you know that's not my team. (laughs) This is a very exciting day for you, and Hell you're yeah. going to remember this day, and I'll tell you, I will tell you why. It reminds me, your excitement reminds me of 16 years and four days ago. Tell me, Three bring years, me back in the 25, time machine, Joe. What was that? I was 34 years old. I still remember where I was when the news came across. Three years, 25 million, Terrell Owens came to the Cowboys. T-O. Shockingly. Yep. Yep. In his prime. Now, they're different receivers, but they're both in their prime. It was magical. He had, I mean, hopefully you have more success with Tyreek Hill. I think you will. But I still remember how excited I was when that happened. It's, uh, I, I, he, I, he I appreciate it. And uh, I, uh, so you know what I'm feeling. You're right. I do hope there's more success because if Tyreek Hill ends up finishing up with the Dolphins the way that uh, T.O. and the Cowboys did, that's that was not fun. That was not fun, Joe. No, no, it wasn't. I had, I do have a hypothetical too, but oh yes, please. A, a different way. I know you love hypotheticals, oh so God, I do have that in the end. But yeah, yes, tell me. I do believe, by the way, Tyreek Hill is going to end up being better for y'all than To ended up for us. It was magical when it happened, but it it went it, it dwindled away. Yeah. I can get but, down uh, with that. Well, he's part There's of the track team now. Yeah. So here, what's your hypothetical, Joe? Hypothetical college basketball. Okay. Let's pick Wright State. I don't know. Pick a 16 seed. Name one. Just pick one. Oh, Wright State? Yeah, sure. or, uh, Wright State. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Are there 23-year-olds in the tournament right now? There are 23-year-olds yep. in the tournament yep. in some teams, right? Yep. Okay, could you put Luca on the 16th seed <laughs> and then at least make the Final Four? Yes, <laughs> yes. Break what? it down. That, that, or, could I, they, that, or could they win it all? That is hilarious. Well, just leave it broad, at least the Final Four. Give them a little bit of leeway, but I think that that's okay. awesome. I think that that's a great hypothetical. That's what I'm looking for with silly stuff like that. Stone, what do you think? Luca on Wright State. Do you think that any team, any team with Luca could go to the Final Four at least? Yeah, yeah no doubt. And if you're comparing Tyreek Hill to Luca and the Dolphins as a 16 seed, I'm, I'm about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Joe, that is well done. I really, really do like that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You put Luca on any team in the NCAA tournament. Could... They at least get to the final four. Who were the 16 seats this year, by the way? Like, the reason I didn't have anybody other than Wright State is because I could not remember off the top of my head who the hell any of the 16 like, seats were. Same oh, one of them was like Bryant. Yeah, right? Bryant was a 16 seed, and them in Wright State for the plan. St. Peter's was a 15. Yeah. Can't remember any of the 16 mm. Yeah, I don't mm. know. I don't know. Longwood, Tennessee beat oh, up on yeah, Longwood. Yeah, Longwood. Yeah, like, we need an, an obscure team. Like, St. Peter's would be in that, except they're in the Sweet 16 already. Norfolk State, yeah, Luca, <laughs> yeah. Luca, Luca could bring Norfolk State to the to the Final Four. Yes, that's a good hypothetical. I enjoy that. Uh, where are we going next here? Chris uh, is in West Palm. Oh, Chris, you're on Ken Levick alive. Hi, Chris. I'm not in West Palm. I'm a long uh, throw from West Palm. You're uh, tell you that too. Oh, 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 here we go. Hey, hey, hold on. Before this is for Pierce Westwood, head coach, my former co-host, and the most annoying Jets fan I know. Chris Coquel. Oh, hey, Coach. How's your day going? Great. I'm glad to see the Jets have the moral compass to stay away from the <laughs> troublemaker like Tyreek Hill. Oh, you jackass. Ah, oh, man. How does it make you feel that the Dolphins won out on a bidding war, a trade bidding war against the Jets? The Dolphins got their man. They are now in the neighborhood of the Bills, and you have Zach Wilson throwing to turf. How do you feel, Chris? The great part about this for Tyreek Hill is he really gets to show off his speed. He's going to run 60 yards downfield, <laughs> stop, turn around, and run backwards 20 uh, to get to where Tua can throw the ball. Hey, but, but as Stone and I were saying, Tua throws a better boop ball than anybody. So all he has to do is run like a four-yard crossing route and then yak, baby. Yeah, you know our, about yak our, weak, our weakness it. now became a strength. Yeah. His stats are going to be out of control between Waddle and Hill. <laughs> Just uh. the, Putting the ball in their hands in space. I hate them. I hate the NFL. I hate football. And I hate you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's Chris Kokel. That's a walk-off for him. He hates us. He hates the NFL. He hates the Dolphins. He hates the Jets. That is a leader of men. That is the head football coach of Fort Pierce Westwood High School. Classic. There are some times that I just don't give Stone Labanowitz the time to give his takes. He has so <laughs> many things that bounce around his head, so many angles, so many ideas that he wants to put out there. They do bounce around. And I just don't give him the time of day, largely because they're mostly nonsensical. And I know that they're going to bring the show to a screeching halt. But because he's a good soldier and because he does such a good job with me every day, I allow him the floor every once in a while in a segment we like to call Stone Lobanowitz's Hear Me Out. I listen for him. How about this one? Now hear me out. Ooh, whatever follows that is not going to be good. Believe me. All right, hear me out. All right, Stone. All right, check me Where out. Where are we going? I'm so sick and tired of the pro day slander. 
right? And I take you as one of the guys who hates the guys throwing the ball in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. right? Okay, we all saw Malik Willis go yard. Yep, Liberty Six, quarterback. Liberty quarterback, 65 yards through the air. Dot, pearl, all the above. But, of course, all the blue check marks got to chime in. Here's Trey Wingo, quote tweet. And this is exactly the problem with pro days. People fall in love with guys throwing in shorts and no one actually trying to take their head off. Fall in love with game type. Hey, Trey, they're there because they fell in love with the game tape. Time and time again, I'll just go through one more. There are millions of these. Okay, have a DB guard the receiver and a rusher coming at him to see if he still is making this throw. I roll. I roll. He did that. There is game tape of DBs guarding his guys and of guys trying to take his head off. He's done that. Like I said, that's why owners and head coaches and them are there to see this guy. Seriously. Coaches don't even get much time at the combine because there's so many limitations on pro days. They need to get a better feel and perspective. There's one. Some even have more questions that they didn't even get to ask at the combine and they want to follow up, want to shake the kid's hand, show face again, get to know the kid a little better. At the end of the day, it's like buying a home or a car. The more time with the purchase, the better percentage you don't make a bad decision. Now, I know this is a a question a 23-year-old shouldn't be asking a 37-year-old, but hey, Ken, (laughs) Uh wouldn't you want to date a girl a little? Before you were tied to her for life? Yes, Stone, I would. (laughs) You do know better than I do, but seriously, offensive coordinators, QB coaches, GMs, we saw Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin with a grin cheek to cheek when Malik Willis went yard on that deep ball. They have a chance to put these QBs through specific drills, throw routes that they run. You know, they're looking for certain movements, throwing mechanics. They want to see how the ball pops off his hand. How does he walk to the line of scrimmage? What's the relationship he has with his QB coaches and teammates? He goes yard. What happened after he went yard? The entire team rushed the field. They blew up. You, they love the guy. They love the guy. And when he did it, Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, the GM of the Steelers, were smiling. I mean, this is what you're there for. Seriously, seriously. You want to meet people around him. You want to meet trainers, girlfriends, families, parents. There is a reason these guys on there. I am so sick and tired of the pro day slander. We got to see what these kids got. We got to see it in real time. Let these kids eat. I think, honestly, we've just become numb to how talented these guys are. Stone Labanowitzes, hear me out. Lay off the pro day. Please. And I told you, Stone Labanowitz is a nerd. These are the types of things. Forget, forget the heat. Forget NFL free agency. His time is preoccupied by thinking about how to defend the pro day. <laughs> no doubt about and it. that's why we love him. And that's why I love Friday Night Lights. Well done. Stone Labanowitzes, hear me out. Real quick, hypothetical. Who would the Steelers be better off having at quarterback? Malik Willis or Baker Mayfield? Don't do that to me. Malik Willis or Baker Mayfield? Okay, fine. Baker Mayfield gets him to the 10-yard line. Malik Willis comes in, zone read, touchdown. Put six on the board. Use him. Use him. We ended this show with two great hypotheticals. Could Luka take any college basketball team to the Final Four? Yeah. Yes. And who's a better option for the Steelers, Malik Willis or Baker Mayfield? Stone says, Malik, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Baby, can we got Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill! Tyreek Hill! Tyreek Hill! Tyreek Hill! Chris Greer, you did it. Cheetah. I appreciate you. Cheetah. 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 <laughs> Celebrate by getting out to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, getting yourself a Kia. I have a K5 GT. You're going to have a great car buying experience. 
Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Credit Clinic on site, taking care of you like Chris Greer took care of the Dolphins, like Tyreek Hill is going to take care of Tua Tonga Bailoa, Military Trail, hey. Half Mile South, Palm Beach International Airport, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, the Tyreek Hill of car dealerships. <laughs> Elite, quick, in and out. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Let's go, Dolphins. Tyreek Hill, Chris Greer. Let's go. Jalen Waddle, you ready? Tua, boop, that ball. Go to the playoffs, baby.